0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the JWB DFS Corner. I am Wyatt, here to talk about some players for the DraftKings main slate. As always, we want these players to three times their salary. What does that mean? If they cost $5,000, we want them to get at least 15 points. Before I get to my Week 8 players, I need to review my Week 7 calls. My first tournament play from Week 7 was Jimmy Garoppolo... At $5,500, he went for 21.32 DK points, almost four times his salary. We got one. My next tournament play call was Amari Cooper at $6,100, only 10.4 DK points. He started the game with a 55 yard reception and then barely was involved after that, only had four targets on the game. This game got real sloppy and Amari Cooper stopped being involved. Unfortunately, a miss there. My last tournament call was Gerald Everett. At $4,000, he went for 11.3 DK points, this close to three times his salary, but not quite there. Still, he didn't hurt you at all. My cash game lock was Josh Jacobs at $6,500. He went for 39 and a half DraftKings points, over six times his salary, an absolute smash. We expected it. He was in a great matchup, but he exceeded our expectations. Let's move on to week eight, my first tournament call. Is Kirk Cousins at $6,100 going up against the Cardinals who allow the eighth most DraftKings points to QBs so far this year? And Cousins has thrown a touchdown uh, in 36 straight games as he's looking to extend his streak here against the Cardinals. I think he does so, and I think he could throw multiple touchdowns in this game. The Vikings have an applied team total of 26, and the game has an over-under of 48.5 which is the third highest over-under on the slate. So expect a lot of points to be scored in this game, especially on the Vikings' side. And if you go do go with Cousins, you can always pair him with Justin Jefferson, who, you know, always great, one of the best players in the league, but he is very expensive at $9,100. So I actually kind of like pairing him with Irv Smith at $3,500. My next tournament call is Chris Olave at $6,000 facing the Raiders, who are middle of the road against the wide receivers, but we don't really care about that here because Olave is just being fed targets in this offense right now. And he continues to be mispriced on DraftKings, and we just get to continue to play him because, honestly, $6,000 is not nearly enough for a player like Chris Olave in the production he's putting up. Since week two, Olave is averaging 10.6 targets per game, and that includes a game when she left early with concussion. In his last four games, he's averaging 19.9 DK points and that includes that game that he left with a concussion. So he could really be having an even better season so far. And if you're, you know, feeling up to it, you can also play Jawan Johnson since he's only $3,200 and pair them all with Andy Dalton at $5,500 and go with a full game stack there for the Saints. My last tournament call for this week, Pat Fryermuth, $3,900. Go to get the Eagles. We're actually 12th best against tight ends, but we're not playing him because of the matchup. We're playing him because the Eagles are 11 half-point favorites in this game, which means the Steelers are all but certainly going to have to pass a lot in this game to try and catch up in garbage time, to try and be competitive. And to go along with that, the Eagles have a really, really good pass rush, so I'm expecting Kenny Pickett to try and rely on getting the ball out quick to his short and intermediate targets, one of which being Pat Fryermuth. And, you know, I don't expect many people to want to play the Steelers on this slate. They're they're not a team that you know inspires you very much with this offense, but I think that's a reason to try and go for Friermuth because if you're trying to be different in tournaments, you want to find players who are going to be low-owned, I think Friermuth is one of those players. My cash game lock for week eight, Tony Pollard, $6,100. And if you're catching the theme here as you listen to these shows, basically there's always a running back, who has someone get injured in their backfield and they're just in line for a massive workload? And that week, or this week, that's Tony Pollard going against the Bears, who also give up the eighth most DK points to running backs. Like I said, Zeke is supposed to miss this game. He's expected to do so. Last time we saw Tony Pollard get the uh, the backfield to himself, he was RB1 on the week. And just as a little other note, when I did my weekly projections for this week, he came out as RB2 in those projections. So I'm expecting a really big game for Tony Pollard. But as a, with a, these running backs who have a player go down in their in their backfield, they're going to be really highly owned. And that's why he's a cash game lock in on tournament play. But as always, you can still play him in tournaments. You just have to find ways to be different, like Pat Fryermuth, as I mentioned before. That does it for this episode of the JWB DFS Corner. Make sure to like and subscribe so you can get this in your feed. You can find me on Twitter, YP underscore FF. You can find all of JWB's content at JWBFantasyFootball.com or on Twitter at JWB underscore FF. I'll see you next time.